everyone and welcome back to Just For A Podcast, a High School Musical, the musical, the series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. I always think I'm going to switch it up and say something different and then I just end up saying the same exact thing I always do. I think it's a good intro. (laughs) You know I can't do an intro, so. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been up to? Work? Work. Yesterday was my sixth day in a row, which... Means I get overtime, but it's hard. (laughs) I'm covering two closing shifts before vacation, like the week before Taylor and I leave. I'm going to be exhausted. Oh, how long is a plane ride? You could sleep. Like two hours. (laughs) Two hours? Yeah. Well, we have a flight to Atlanta and then Atlanta to the Bahamas. How long is that one? That one's like two hours. Oh, oh. I was like, how is it that close? You're on the other side of the country. Oh, my God. I had to get tested for COVID for the second time today. Oh, how how does it feel? It's not as bad as I thought it would be, but I was just really annoyed at the fact that I had to get it done a second time. Yeah, that sucks. Because I need to get mine done, and I'm, like, low-key scared. Because for whatever reason, y'all, don't ask me how. This is the golden question I would like to know an answer to. They lost my results for the first one. That's so annoying. What? I'm just glad I got it done far in advance, because if that would have happened closer, I would have been screwed. Because you leave, what, like, 15th? Yeah, I leave in, like, two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, okay, good thing you did it early. <clears throat> that was, a. Uh, and I'm going to be completely honest, I had a quite terrible day yesterday, and mentally was exhausted, and that was not the way I wanted to wake up, was finding out that I had to reschedule a second COVID test. Seriously, that's just the icing on the cake. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, we had a work game night party on Sunday. That was really fun. Oh, yeah, how was that? That was fun. We played... I bought a new game from Urban Outfitters. I mean, it's probably not from there, but that's where I bought it. Um, it's called Most Likely 2, and then they're just, like, really funny cards, and you just stick it with someone in your group, and we played that for a while, and that was really funny. I got Most Likely to talk about celebrities like they know them (laughs) um won't stop talking about their trip abroad um most likely to tell the same damn story (laughs) i was like i'm sorry um there was one that was like still have a beanie baby collection and my best friend called me out on that and i was like excuse me i sold them like five years ago oh you did yeah i had one at one point though (laughs) My best friend called me out. Okay. Okay. What we covering this week? From 2010, Camp Rock 2, the final jam. 10 years old. With our favorite boys. 10 years old. Ugh. I remember when this came out. That stresses me out that the sequel is 10 years old, not even the first one. <laughs> what was the first one? Like, 2008? Yeah, the first one's like 12... I think it just happened a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Ugh. Well, a synopsis of Camp Rock 2, the final jam. 
The Camp Rockers have returned, and no one's more excited than Mitchie and Shane, who anticipate more than a summer of music. Unfortunately, Camp Star, a big-money music camp funded by Brown's former bandmate, wants to shut down Camp Rock. Mitchie, in order to save the camp, challenges Camp Star to a final jam. May the best camp win. Camp Rockers reminds me of Tree Hillers. Oh, God. (laughs) No. My first note says that Connie's van is a whole lot different. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Mine is how the opening music is parent trappy. Oh, yeah. It is. It's so calming. Connie's van in the first one looked more of kind of like a food truck. Food truck? Yeah. And in this one, it was an old Volkswagen van. I guess it's an upgrade. I guess. Um, Mitchie sees Camp Star when they're pulling in. I love how she directs to her mom where to go. Here, here, turn left. (laughs) They don't have a GPS, bro. I'm like, she worked. She worked there last year. She knows what she's doing. (laughs) I can't stand Mitchie's screams. Oh, no. The squeals get to me. They tried to play a fast one on us. Because when they get to the camp, Mitchie is wearing these, like, yellow, clunky heels. And then when they start singing the song, she's in flats. Didn't she, didn't they do that during It's On too? Like, I'm pretty sure during the march, she's wearing, like, wedges. Probably. And then she changes into, like, shorter heel boots. Probably. So, Mitchie arrives at Camp Rock. She goes into the Vibe cabin with Caitlin. And Ella, Peggy, and Tess are already there. But who is not at the camp? Shane. (laughs) Like, throughout my notes, I'm looking it over right now, and I keep interchanging, like, Shane and Joe and, like, Nate and Nick. Oh, I wrote Nick multiple times. Because their names are, like, Shane and Joe are further, fur apart. Yeah. But Nate and Nick are too close. Um, can we talk about Joe's hair? Uh, can we talk about how I wrote Joe's curls with an exclamation point? <laughs> Curly hair. a Big Rob cameo? Okay, I can't picture Big Rob named Oliver. <laughs> like, what kind of choice was that? He's, Who decided that? He's not an Oliver. So Connect 3's tour bus is broken down on the way to Camp Rock. And it uh, kind of falls down a cliff. <laughs> Uh, that's a good budget, though, for a sequel to Demolition of a Tour Bus. Yeah. They're talking about needing a song for opening night jam, and Mitchie says that she started a little something. I wrote, she always sings two lines of a song, and they're amazed. <laughs> I wrote the same thing. They're like, oh my god, that was the best thing I ever heard in my life. She just says, last year's old news, I'm breaking up my sixth string and playing from my heart. And then they're like, wow, that's so good. <laughs> they're like too excited about these two lines. Um, I wrote down, I don't know if I sent you this or if I sent it to Juan and Sarah. I know I sent it to Juan and Sarah. There's this TikTok where this guy, he'll record a scene of a decom on his laptop and then recreate it and it's always really funny and he did this one because um when Mitchie goes out to Baron and Sander 
And she says, play that again. And he says, for you, Mitchie, anything. Let's rock. And then they start going, dun, 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 dun. it's so slow. Send it to me. <laughs> he goes, let's rock. And then it's just slow music. I, was, I feel like I know what guy you're talking about, but I don't think you sent the Camp Rock 2 one. But yeah, after the uh, let's rock statement, they transition into the song Brand New Day. This is when we see the other cabins, Groove Cabin and Melody Cabin. Isn't um, Connect 3 in Groove? Yeah. I wrote, now she's in flats. And then, <laughs> and then I said head bobbing that part of the video. They do that multiple times throughout. It's scary. There's um, just a lot of moves in this movie that I'm not a fan of. I don't like when they do the... Oh, yeah, the, like, uh, what do you even call that? Like, shimmying up? I have no idea, but I'm not a fan of it. And um, their legs are just, like... <laughs> I wish you guys could see his dancing. I wrote, what are Frankie's residuals for this movie? I just want to know. That's what I'm saying. He's so little. My next note... Oh, uh, Connect 3 finally arrives at camp on a, like, chicken truck. And I said, hey, David Dobrik, Joe wore the black hat first. (laughs) Whenever, like, I haven't seen this movie in a while, and it just, like, brought me back to my old jammy days. (laughs) I said, this was one thing that confused me. I did have Camp Rock pajamas, and I know that for a fact. There's photos of me in them. Um... I said last summer everyone was flipping flipping out about Connect Three, and literally, one year later, no one cares. Maybe they fell off the charts. <laughs> Something <laughs> happened because Joe Maybe a scandal happened. Joe was getting followed around everywhere, and now they show up and they're like, "Just act like we're one of you guys," and everybody's like, eh. "And we're like, bye." <laughs> so we find out that the camp that Mitchie saw when they were pulling in is Camp Star, and it is run by Brown's ex-bandmate, Axel Turner. What a name. And Camp Star sends over some parachute supplies for s'mores. Juan said it looks like the Hunger Games. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever the sponsors send things. That's accurate. We get the iconic line. Graham crackers. Graham crackers. Graham crackers. Um, in light of recent events, we I wrote we claim Teresa Russo, and not one hundred percent. Not Miss Amy Duncan. No, we don't even know an Amy Duncan. For those of y'all Only that don't know, unfortunately, Miss Amy Duncan is anti-mask, anti-vax. Just on the wrong side. But did you see the shade that Eric Allen Kramer and Bridget sent? No. No. You didn't see it? 
Eric Allen Kramer, like... I haven't really been on... Eric Allen Kramer quoted an article about wearing masks and had a mask on his face, and it said something along the lines of, if I can find a mug to fit this big old face, you can too, and it said, wear the damn mask, and then, like, Bridget tweeted... I love that, I love that stuff. Bridget, uh replied to it with a picture of her in a mask and she said i think i need mine in kids sizes but i've got mine on too hashtag wear the mask wow god she's like not bridget the mom is just she keeps she's i lose brain cells reading her tweets i know she's claiming that her son had a bad reaction to his vaccine or something like that i saw that i don't know uh, my next note just says Kevin's chops dot dot dot. <laughs> They're still there. Still alive and well. Still thriving. Uh, the Camp Rockers go to Camp Star for their campfire jam, and I just wrote Camp Star Bougie. Super. Nate, I'd rather be at Camp Rock, though. Nate sees Dana, who is a young Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Miss Chloe Bridges. I used to love her when I was younger. She's not who I thought she Anyways. was. But she looks like Anne Hathaway. <laughs> she does. So before the... Which calls him Pouty Boy. Oh, God. Me at Nick Jonas anytime. Nick's the OG Pouty Boy. Pouty Boy. Ow, I have a bug bite on my leg, and it really hurts. Um, I wrote... The, the Camp Rockers are going around Camp Star and seeing all their, like bougie amenities that they have and ella went to a costume design tent or something and she sewed her costume to her bra i love her miss anna marie persitagli and i'm surprised that disney kept a line about a bra i know in but i wrote do you remember when disney and nickelodeon made their knockoff versions of build-a-bear on their shows no what do you mean Hannah Montana, there was an episode that was, it was basically like Build-A-Bear, but it was called Make-A-Moose. Oh, yeah. I remember Make-A-Moose. And in iCarly, they had Build-A-Bra. Wow. (laughs) And that's what made me think of this, because she said something about a bra, and I was like, wow, she mentioned a bra? The bra reference always reminds me of the Lizzie McGuire. (laughs) I want When they have to go shopping for a bra. (laughs) So Camp Star sings the song Fire. You know when um, Mitchie, like, reacts to the pyro fire, the fire? Oh, yeah. That reminds me of us during Burning Up. Oh, God. <laughs> On tour. My eyebrows getting... <laughs> eyebrows were burned My off. eyebrows getting singed <laughs> off. Um, I just wrote that their whole camp is dancers. Yeah, and they have two singers. Yeah. Well, or actually, well, one right Yeah, now. I was going to say, initially, M.Dot's the only one singing, so everyone else is just dancing. <laughs> Even Dana doesn't sing. Yeah, Dana does some, like, backup type oohs and ahs, but... The uh, most unrealistic thing is Dana's bracelet 
going so far to hit Nick. He was I mean, deep into the crowd. Yeah. He's definitely not front row. No. Axel comes out and offers to double the Camp Rock staff's salary and house any campers that want to switch to his camp. Honestly, I'd be like, come in. I know. If somebody's <laughs> willing to double my salary. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like. An aircon in the cabins? Yes. Catch me zooming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Dana hits Nate in the face with her bracelet, and when she comes back to get it from him, we find out that she is Axel's daughter. Nate is shook. Yeah. Tess is going to switch to Camp Star. Betrayal. We get the Mitchie not knowing who Luke is, and he says, I was just out there, I'm giving you the fire, blah, 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 and... Tess says, I'm giving you the fire. <laughs> I just, like, hate Tess. <laughs> they overline her lips so much in this movie. I, I know. I was going to mention that. And there's a difference in overlining your lips and having it shape them well. But this makes her lips look, like, rectangular and it looks like there's lipstick just smeared on her face. I know, like, at least, like, where's the concealer around it, guys? Nothing. It's a shape. Because I love a red lip. I do. But the way they applied it onto her in this movie is not it. <laughs> no. I wrote, I remember when I was younger, I was like, I would never choose Star Over Rock. <laughs> Me stays at Camp Rock just because Joe Jonas is there. <laughs> I would never. I mean, Joe Jonas over Luke any day. I would never leave him. Camp Rock lost too many staff members, so they're going to have to shut down and close the camp for the summer. And then we get. And then we get camp back down. We can't back down. There's too much at with my other <laughs> bad dance move. I do appreciate the fact that they had sign language in here, though. I did like that, but just, like, too much of this. Oh, yeah. I, like, I don't remember what age I was that I processed that that was sign language. It was probably around the time that I started watching Switched at Birth because I knew this was not. And I was watching it, and they did this yeah, part. Yeah, I definitely did it. But then they were like, like not right now. And I was like, oh, wow, that's sign language. Yeah. We see, definitely took me a couple watches to figure that out. We but see, love that. We see the redheaded backup dancer that Demi punched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I see her, I always, like, notice her. And then I notice Courtney, who was one of the backup dancers, because she was on So You Think You Can Dance. Ooh. I also hate Demi's head jerks during the song. She always goes like, just, just, it's not even like a hair thing. When I was watching it, when I was watching it with Vaughn and Sarah, I said, my favorite mood is (laughs) this one. (laughs) Um, 
I put in quotation marks, ignorance is not bliss. That goes to all of you all watching. Educate yourselves. Please. Don't just go with the flow with everything going on. Mitchie and the older campers decide to become counselors, and they leave Jason, which is Kevin Jonas, in charge of the junior rockers. First of all, I need that red counselor camp rock. I want it. Hat? Like, I went on Etsy and I was trying to find it, and I can't find it, so... I think I should buy an embroidery machine. I was going to say, we need to make (laughs) someone make them. I'm trying to convince Brittany to buy an embroidery machine for her shop so she can make me whatever I want. Yes. I need to meet Brittany. God. I know. I said, how did the... Because our next bit is a montage of Peggy, Ella, Mitchie, Shane, Nate. No one knows where anything is. And I just wrote, how do they not know where anything is? Was the entire camp remodeled? And like, but Mitchie wrote out a whole schedule. Shouldn't they just follow the schedule? (laughs) They don't know where anything is. Nate is spying on Dana in this little piano that's suspended over water. So like just a grand piano out on the lake. (laughs) Um, And he's spying with binoculars. Binoculars? (laughs) Um, I said I love Connie forcing Shane to help her. Oh, me too. She says, come here, pretty boy. I like when Jason tells the junior, he explains a lead singer to the junior rockers. And he's like, you're going to have to buy tighter pants and a tambourine. (laughs) And Joe's like, I heard that. I got my tambourine. I just need some tight pants. (laughs) That hurt? I want to be in a room with just the Maria Canals Barrera and Joe Jonas duo. I want to be... Just them two? (laughs) Just those two icons in one room and me. I just want that. (laughs) We get Nate spying on Dana some more, and he takes a canoe and falls in and tips his canoe and ends up on the Camp Star side of the lake. And Dana acts, tells him she accidentally wrote his name on her wrist. Well, she says her hand first. Oh, yeah. like it, it's, it, And it's her inner wrist. Dana, you need to go to school. Well, and then Nate says... Wait, doesn't she correct him, though? Well, yeah, she says, actually, it's more my wrist. She should have said that in the first yeah, place. Yeah, I'm like, well, then why did you say hand? But Nate says... No one's ever written my name on their hand before. Sir, you're in a rock band. (laughs) I'm sure someone has. I'm sure it's happened before. I'm pretty sure I've written Joe Jonas on my hand. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know for a fact I have, or probably on my inner wrist like she did. Probably wrote, like, Joe plus Ivy or something. You literally have a permanent Jonas Brother lyric (laughs) on your, basically, wrist on your arm. If you guys didn't know, we kind of like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Just a tad. I was going to go to Camp Rock. Um, but now we're going to go together, so it's fine. Yeah, we're going to go together now. I was going to go to Camp Rock before <coughs> slash after their concert that I went to in Toronto in November. But it is about two hours outside of Toronto, so it would have made my drive like 12 and a half hours rather than the 10 I was already doing. So that didn't happen. It's okay. 
We'll go. But now Lauren and I are going to go together, and my friend that I'm seeing Harry Styles with in Toronto wants to go as well, so let's go. Catch me there. Tess, Mrs. Camp Rock. She... I love the firefly scene. I just love fireflies. Yeah. I hate the way Luke makes fun of it. He's a little pachacho, that's why. He literally sucks. And then we get our iconic march that we have discussed. Uh, I love it. And the offbeat drumsticks. <laughs> I love how they're all marching and then Connect 3's just in the back and Joe's just like staring them down. <laughs> yeah, because Jason has a guitar and Nate's beating the drumsticks and Joe, Shane's just walking <laughs> with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, this march is the reason that I downloaded TikTok. Are you talking like that first TikTok someone made? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a trio of him doing it, and then at yeah. the, and then at the end, it's an army it's of like clones of him, doing yeah. it. and it goes. Hoo! That is a perfectly executed TikTok. That's what got me to download TikTok because I was like, "This is hilarious." Bianca from Degrassi is in this scene. <laughs> That's how you, I did not even notice. That's how you know this is filmed in Canada. <laughs> Anything filmed in Canada, there's probably at least one actor from Degrassi. That's so funny. That's like any Atlanta show. I can recognize like the back the extras from other shows. And this is when we get the song. It's on. please learner i wrote get that fedora off nick jonas oh please i wrote i'm the campers in the background that are cheering but not really contributing (laughs) to the number tell me why i wrote imagine being one of the clapping people in the stands that's me they're just in the back like like, go to there's like groups of people dancing but then there's people in the background just like this yeah like cheering that's me yeah I said, yes, female guitar players. Oh, yeah. We stand that part. They were on the Camp Star side, but we still stand. Yeah. And after this song, Axel was watching them, and Mitchie challenges Camp Star to a final jam. And Axel's like, okay. But then he's like, let's just make it worldwide. Aired on TV. (laughs) And when they tell Brown that this is going to be aired on TV, Brown is pissed. Brown is, like, venting to Mitchie's mom. Yeah, he says Camp Rock will be done for. And Mitchie cries. Yeah, so dramatic. Mitchie starts going crazy. Yeah, like, she needs to chill. Okay, Mitchie here is in comparison to Cheetah Girls 2 Galleria. Oh, for sure. Don't let them have any fun. Don't let them do anything. Work, work, work. Yeah. All about winning. 
I wrote, I hate, I hate, every time I watch this movie, I hate so much when, what? Uh, when Peggy says, oh, he was just telling me this story about his sister, you've got to hear it, and Mitchie says, oh, is it the story about the camp that got shut down and the kids couldn't cut, if I was Peggy, she would have get slapped right there. She would have been clocked. Yep. I was like. Man, no, no, it is a story. (laughs) And then she's excluding the junior rockers. And at this point, that really upsets me because with all of the the older campers becoming counselors, the junior rockers are technically the only people just attending the camp. So how are you going to exclude them? Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Because at this point, at this point, all the older ones are like employees. That's true. But they're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Or? Shane is tired of Mitchie being all serious. So he has the junior rockers come in and start a water battle. Honestly, that looks so fun. It did. <laughs> After this, when they're all drying off at nighttime, I just wrote that Frankie, <laughs> Frankie Jonas's character is just recording the bonfire. Just the fire? He was just sitting there with his camera pointed at the fire. (laughs) Does he have a name in the movie? I think I read it was like Trevor or something. Ew. I don't think it's ever said. (laughs) Frankie recorded that thing on Netflix where you can make your screen look like a campfire. (laughs) That's When it's Christmas time and you want a little fire? Yeah, that's Frankie (laughs) Jonas. He made that. (laughs) Wow, his mind. Um, Shane prepared a picnic for him and Mitchie, and then Mitchie is one shit. Uh, Mitchie's being a bitchy right here is what's going on. Seriously, she needs to take a chill pill because she's just, like, overboard. It's the end of the night, and he wants to have a picnic with her, and she literally just pops off, and I have so much to do, and you're not taking this seriously, and blah, 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 and this is me fighting for something that I care about and I love it when he's like yeah I am too and it's not working yeah she's giving off major Jessica Olsen vibes oh we don't bring it up (laughs) we get quite frankly I believe one of the greatest Disney Channel original movie duets oh this is like my favorite for sure wouldn't change a thing. Wouldn't change a thing. You, face to face, but we don't see eye to eye. Like fire and rain. You can turn me insane. But I can't say mad at you for anything. We're Venus and Mars. We're like different stars. But you're the one I need to What's it called? Yearly camping trips. And I remember when this came out, that camping trip we went on after, like that year. I would like sing this song with like <laughs> angst walking around the campsites. <laughs> Shane downgraded. He's in a normal cabin this year. Last year he was in some fancy cabin with his own bed, his own room. 
He just wants to be a regular guy. Mitchie has a hair feather in. You know how we feel about hair feathers. No, don't talk about it. <laughs> Sarah? I just wrote, OMG, I miss Joe Jonas. Oh. <laughs> me too. I really do, though. I miss that man reading my signs and making me laugh. and. I miss that man being right in front of my face. That's true. I wrote that they're... Sarah pointed this out when we were watching this scene. Their cabins, like boys and girls' cabins, are really close. Oh, yeah. Is that allowed? (laughs) (laughs) It is allowed. When I went on my sixth grade camping trip from my school, the boys' cabin was on literally the complete opposite side of camp. Same in sixth grade. There were two hills, and we were, like, boys were on one hill and girls were on the other. They were so far apart. in eighth grade, well, okay... I, I had a really small class. So in eighth grade, there were only like 24 of us on the trip. But we were in one cabin with just a wall um, separating us. I got really jealous um, of the boys at sixth grade camp because the male teachers like let them out late at night and they played manhunt or something or mafia. I don't know what, but at like midnight. What? That sounds so fun. Yeah, and our freaking, the female teachers had us in bed by, like, nine. Wow. That's just rude. I think my cabin had a little bit more fun than the other one, though. We had a little runway show. Because the way our cabin was set up was the, our bunks were on the two sides. And then there was a little connector in the middle, which was where the teachers' bunks were. Mm-hmm. And they had us do a little runway walk, like, in between the teacher's little mid-area. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, oh, I, was, man, I, those days. I was jealous of the guys for getting to go out at night. And then the next day, everybody was rehearsing super early because Shane got them up. Uh, what a man. And so then they sing Heart and Soul. Like David D. Roth Or pop your fist like you'll bruise the bars If you got heart and soul You can rock and roll Rock and roll Strum it, drum it, slide across and run it The stage is your home if you learn how to own it Like the greats did I would kill to be at a Jonas concert right now. <laughs> Play My Music is superior, but I mean, I still enjoy this song. Oh, for sure. Play My Music, just like that. those first notes, just take me back. back. Disney realized they messed up only wanting Joe for the first movie. Yeah. I got so mad here because Dana shows up at Camp Rock and she... Says something to Nate and says, oh, yeah, I came here looking for you. He literally just says, here I am. And she throws a fit. (laughs) It's his tone. It's the way he said it. Well, he just says, here I am. And she just says, that's it. You're not going to tell me anything about you. I came all the way over here for you. Blah, blah, blah. She literally just said, I came looking for you. And he said, and he said, here I am. Okay, you're right, because she she does overreact. Um, she just thought he's different. Oh, bothers me. 
Nate has more personality than Nick Jonas. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we love you, Nick. But I love Joe Ben. Mm, we are indeed Joe gals. We get the good old decom montage, because there's got to be at least one. To your my favorite song. Missy and Shane making up, going on a couple dates. Picture perfect dates, canoeing, picnicking. This song gets stuck in my head a lot. Me too. But just the one part, the, and when I hear you on the radio. <laughs> I wrote, when, when the Jonas Brothers are talking, when Connect 3 is talking, they're standing at a building, and there's fake rocks painted on the side of the building. And the fake the horse, horse. <laughs> because it's like they always got to give jason aka kevin one like good advice moment one smart line yeah because he tells nick or nate that he is a rock star and he <laughs> needs to use it to his advantage and sing his feelings to dana then we get the song that everybody knows everybody sings introducing me obsessed with the song and not wouldn't change a thing like they had to please change the, it they had to please the nick girls lauren Ugh, i know and the nick demographic is just so much higher or at least back then yeah i had to hear this song live so i don't want to hear it Ugh. <laughs> Re- replaced a- i'm the what i'm the person during the song who's screaming in the megaphone <laughs> two minutes two minutes that's me <laughs> No, when I had to hear this live, I was so disappointed because, okay. I would have fell to the floor. (laughs) For those of y'all that don't know, (laughs) at this most recent Jonas Brothers tour, the Happiness Begins tour, they had a slot in their show where they would do a fan-requested song, and generally it was one that a fan would have on a sign at B stage, which is where they would do it, and they would do it acoustically. And this was where a lot of OG Jonas Brothers fans or just really old fans like Lauren and I would want to hear some deep cuts, hear some songs that we know we're not going to get to hear live. I'll never forgive them for not playing Shelf out shows. Oh, yeah, when they acted like that was going to be on the set list. Rude. But when I saw them in Toronto, of course, they did this movie two hours outside of Toronto. So as soon as they're at B-Stage and I hear Nick and Joe start saying, oh, Toronto, we've got some memories here. We spent a couple summers here. I was like, no, no, no. You're like, please, no. (laughs) No, and then I hear Nick start going, "Um, I'm good at wasting time. And then I just... 
pure disappointment. And then, I know you heard that, and then right after, Gotta Find You. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. And to top it all off, this song like made me angry enough because it was only Nick singing the whole thing, and I had a sign asking Joe to write out my tattoo. Homeboy had a whole song to do it, and he didn't do it. Oh, you were B-Stage at Toronto, right? Yeah. Ugh. Shauna literally... I'll never forgive him. No, Shauna has video footage of Joe just reading the sign probably three times and not doing anything. He was probably, like, thinking about it. I know. I was like, like sir! He's probably like, if I do it for her, more people are going to ask and yeah. I have to do it all the time. Yeah. Which is understandable, but, Yeah, no, like, I get it. I was like, on. sir, I want three words. Just three. Um, was Toronto after our shows together? Yeah, it was. It t- was, right? Toronto was the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. So it was after ours, but before my last ones. Mm-hmm. Jason. We went to a lot, guys. Yeah. How many did you go to total? I think I went to five. I did five. Oh, that's a lot. I had Nashville, Indy, Anaheim, San Francisco, Toronto. I can't even. I went to. I can't even think right now. I need more coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jason takes the junior rockers to spy on Camp Star to see how their final jam performance is looking. And did you have, like... Their camouflage plant hats. (laughs) Did you have this on DVD with the bonus scene here? What's the bonus scene? Walking Walking in my shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. (laughs) What a... I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, so the bonus song here, if you have this on DVD, is called Walking in My Shoes. In my opinion, this song is so much better than Tear It Down. Than what? Tear It Down, the one that they end up doing. Oh, yeah, they should have performed that one. Yeah. When the kids come back to report what they found, I don't understand why they have to point out how big the stage is because they're performing on the same stage. That's true. But it's fine. <laughs> They're children. <laughs> They're juniors. Um, Everyone wants Mitchie and Shane to take over and do a duet. Yeah, because the song that Mitchie had them do was originally written as a duet, and they say, oh, Shane and Mitchie's voices are so much stronger than Luke and Tess, so you all can do the duet. And yeah, so that's how this ends up. And then we are at the final jam. The Camp Wars, and Camp Star is up first, and the announcer woman is, like, really hyping up Camp Star. Yeah, she's clearly on Axel's side. Yeah, and they sing the song, Tear It Down. I said I'd be mad if I went to Camp Star and Tess came in last minute and got to do everything. That's true. 
I also wrote Connect 3's PR is horrible because Camp Rock should have a huge advantage having a like multi-platinum rock band. I was thinking the same thing. Like when Shane is in the audience singing, like I'd be rushing down. <laughs> you can clearly see some of the extras that were there that are there for the Jonas Brothers because there's one girl I saw when Shane was walking in the audience and she like turns around and she went (laughs) (laughs) I was like me me too when Joe Jonas is in front of me I feel you honey felt that she does a double take she has to turn around and like realizes he's there and turns back around um (laughs) I love it I love it but yeah, I just wrote that their PR team is horrible because Camp Rock should have a huge advantage because of that. I also yeah, wrote like in quotation marks after Camp Star performs, Nate is telling Dana more crazy things about him. And he says, birds make me nervous. <laughs> Same. That's me. Have I told my bird fear story on here before? I don't know. I don't know if I've told you mine. You go first. Well, I just hate birds in general, but once I was on a road trip with Brittany and Tina, and we stopped by to get food, and we got out of the car to, like, stretch. And we look up, and this tr- it's a dead tree because I think it's, like, winter. And, and we're looking at it. We're like, why are there so many leaves on that tree? It's, like, 600 birds in one tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they all start flying off and, like, I lost my mind. That's my worst nightmare. No, dude. You don't even know. I have had a fear of birds. I'm hurting right now. I've had a fear of birds since I was about three because I broke my arm um, and my papa took me to a local petting zoo. And the thing about this local petting zoo is... One, it was a petting zoo where the animals would just walk around like it was highly enclosed and you would just walk around with them. And it was a petting zoo that Mm -hmm. took in injured animals. So I had just broken my arm and it was October-ish. So I had my broken arm in my jacket. There was, I kid you not, a one-eyed emu at this petting zoo that thought I was grabbing <laughs> it thought I was grabbing food because of my arm tucked into my jacket and a six foot tall freaking bird is chasing me around the petting zoo I was three. Oh my god and this is where my fear of birds sprouted that is so scary <laughs> <laughs> And the one eye was just red. It was terrifying. Dude, that would scar me for life. It did. It has. It's been 17 years and I'm still scared. Um, But Camp Rock is up next. And they sing What We Came Here For.
snooze. <laughs> I can't stand this song. <laughs> like, okay, I get it because it's cute and it's wholesome and it's nice seeing everyone part of it. But, like, they worked hard for this. All that for this. But there's a reason, Camp Star won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, spoiler alert, yeah, Camp Star wins <laughs> because they did this boring freaking song. It's so boring. And they go back to Camp Rock. Everybody's feeling a little somber. I said, does Jason have a poster of his own band above his bed? Mood. (laughs) Um, But yeah, everybody's sad. Everybody's taking the Camp Rock flags down. Everybody's sitting in front of the fire. Oh, wait. Well, I said, this is backtracking to their performance. They had one of those um, playground spinny things where you would, like, run along it and jump on it, and it would stay spinning. I flew out of one of those when I was a kid. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why did that not surprise me? (laughs) I was on it in my... Okay, so my local park with the playground is on a ginormous hill. So it's up on kind of like a platform on one side to flatten it out with the rest of the playground. And that thing is is on the corner where there's kind of like a platform. My parents were spinning me on the spinny thing and I flew out of it. Oh my God. I was terrified to ever go near one again. I would never after that. What? (laughs) Jesus. But yeah, okay. You know what we didn't talk about? What? That Shauna brought up the other day. What? How they recorded two endings of the final jam. Oh, yeah. So it was one Camp Rock winning and one Camp Rock losing. Yeah, because they couldn't let the extras be breaking that NDA. Nope. Could you imagine? This was a well coveted movie. Could you imagine being one of those extras? Ugh. I wish. I wish. But yeah, we're back at the camp. Everybody's sad. Mitchie and Shane kiss. They're sitting around the fire. They start singing, This is Our Song. This is our song. That's all that matters. Cause we all belong right here together. There's nothing better than singing along. This is our summer. And this is our song. They have Nick Jonas in another fedora. The, the song is better than what we came here for. This is better than what we came here for. And then as they're singing, a lot of the camp star campers come over because they say it's a lot more fun than their camp and they want to come next year. And then Connie says that the phones are popping off, which, okay, she told Brown that so, to begin with. What? Whenever he was complaining, Connie was like, well, at the very least, it's going to be good exposure. Yeah. That's why you listen to Miss Connie Torres, Miss Teresa Russo. She knows what she's doing. So at the end of the day, Camp Rock really was the true winner. They won because Camp Star was raising a bunch of robots. It's just going to be Luke next year. And then we get the cute bloopers. Camp Rock counselors. (laughs) They went up to like... 
What, it was, like, caked in the 20s? It was somewhere up there, yeah. It was not good. I, I miss... said take 16 for sure, and, but then it kept going. I miss Disney putting bloopers at the end of movies like this. I just miss this era of Disney. Same. I miss being excited for a new decom to come out. That was the best feeling. I just remember, like, counting down the days. Yeah. Actually, I feel this way about... Hamilton that's coming out this Friday, July 3rd on Disney Plus. <laughs> We're not sponsored, but Lynn Manuel Miranda, please sponsor us. <laughs> I didn't finish Hades Town yesterday. You what? I didn't finish Hades Town yesterday. Ah, uh, dang it. I made it all the way through Mean Girls, but I didn't finish Hades Town. The end will ruin you. Wait, who's watching Mean Girls the musical? How could I do that? There's a musical? <laughs> I miss Sabrina. Me, me saying that. I miss Sabrina on Broadway so word. much. I want to see Sabrina so bad as Katie. I miss her on Broadway so much, and she misses it a lot. You know we're back there. Yeah, she just did as an interview the other day, and was literally said she only did it for two nights, and it was the best two nights of her life, and she wants to go back so bad. Oh, man. I know. If she goes back, I will be back. Heck, yeah. I gotta go see my queen, Renee, too. Miss Renee Rock. Oh, we love. Well, that's Camp Rock 2, everybody. We got a lot of responses this week. Through Instagram stories. Janzel said that their favorite song is Wouldn't Change a Thing. Taste. Allison said Wouldn't Change a Thing and Camp Back Down. Just, like, can't back down. Just that move ruins <laughs> it for me. Um, and then Allison also said Kevin's character. I don't like that I can't remember his name. Jason. Honestly, that was me. I had to look it up. <laughs> he, I feel like with Camp Rock and High School Musical being both of their biggest franchises at the time, it annoyed me that they both had a Jason. Oh, True. I just, like, Jason just doesn't fit his character for me. No. So I'm just going to call him Kevin. <laughs> Anna said It's On is their favorite song. Liv dot underscore Rodrigo said Graham Crackers is their favorite scene. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Oh, Low Herbs. <laughs> said What We Came Here For. <laughs> Is that your favorite song? Well, she really must like that song. (laughs) (laughs) Isabella said, favorite songs are You're My Favorite Song or Introducing Me. Caitlin has their favorite character. And then favorite scene was when they were singing Wouldn't Change a Thing. We love the drama. We, okay, Caitlyn's character is so much more prevalent in the first movie, and then in this, she is barely there. Yeah, she just, like, I feel like she has no lines. No, she barely talks in this movie. She's still there, though. She's still front, front of the line dancing. Chantel said, introducing me is the best song, Nate is the best character, and the introducing me scene is so cute. Well, do you think they're a Nick girl? <laughs> I think Chantel is a <laughs> <Nick> girl. <laughs> no, but do you remember when people were making fun of Dana back in the day because her mouth was so big? No. 
Dude, that was like a thing back then when this movie came out. What the heck? Everyone was like, Chloe Bridges' mouth is so big. Like, y'all are just, they were so mean to her. People just want Nick Jonas singing to them. That's what it all comes down to. That's true. Just trying to find a flaw in everything. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth said, introducing me is their favorite song. Jason is their favorite character. And yeah. HSM TMTS superfan said, wouldn't change a thing is their favorite song. <clears throat> Ooh. Mitchie is their favorite character. I'm sorry. Um, the ending is their favorite scene. And Can't Back Down is their other favorite song. Ooh. I love this one. From Kurt Hummel, 2349. Solo Shaba said, Different Summers is their favorite song. I, like, still love that song. That's still on one of my Disney Channel playlists. Where is that in the movie? Why am I blanking? It's it's not in the movie. Um, I don't know if it's in the credits, but it's, like, a bonus track. Yeah, I was gonna say, because I know the song, like, When we remember different summers. I, but I was like, am I what? Am I missing that somewhere in my they, brain? I don't think it's anywhere in the movie. Maybe it was like a like a deleted scene. But I used to simp to that song back in the day. <laughs> now it's just. They also head. said when Mitchie sings. Oh wait, yeah, when Mitchie sings "Different Summers." <laughs> I need research right now. Yeah. Wait. I swear she. Ivy's on the moon. Is that? Hmm. Hmm. What? What does it say? (laughs) (laughs) What? I wish we could show your facial expressions right now. Hold on. Let's talk about Grammarly. Shut up. Anytime you type or text. Grammarly provides Shut up, my grammar's just fine. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just you gotta let me well, know. Well, okay, no, okay, I got it. I was like, it's a deleted scene okay. a- after um Camp Star does fire. Whenever they're like, do any of the camp rockers have anything that they want to show? It was a deleted scene that, like, Mitchie goes up and sings that. Oh. Because I knew this song so, like, it, I knew it so well in my head. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think it's coming back to me. We love a deep dive from Kurt Hummel 2349. Because I was like, where is this song in the movie? <laughs> It's been deleted. Okay, Destiny, the series HSM, said, Introducing Me is their favorite song. Allison Stoner, Caitlin is their favorite character. We love all the Caitlin love. And the ending where Tess wants to come back to Camp Rock and they all accepted her is her favorite scene. They want her money. (laughs) (laughs) The camp is running out of funding. They want her rich money. They want that uh, TJ Tyler money. <laughs> they want that TJ Tyler funding. Kimmy said, wouldn't change a thing's their favorite song and Mitchie's their favorite character. And Julia also said the same thing and that her favorite scene was the kiss scene. They don't kiss in the first one, right? They just touch foreheads. Girl, it's a Disney Channel movie. Of course they don't kiss in the first movie. 
I was just trying to remember. <laughs> Every freaking Disney Channel movie, you gotta wait for the second one. Remember all the talk recently about them doing a a dirty Camp Rock 3? Oh, God. <laughs> I think the Jonas Brothers just got tired of people asking. I know I'm tired of people asking. I don't want a Camp Rock 3. Who does? The locals. They hate each other. They're not doing it. Sorry oh, no. to sorry to break it to everyone listening. Demi hates them. Keep up. <laughs> Literally just look at her Instagram following. Like it's not going to happen no matter how much you I want know. it to. I mean, I love you, Demi, but entitled to her own opinion. <laughs> and we don't need a third. <laughs> Thank you all for your opinions. I miss the Jonas Brothers. I miss the Jonies. <laughs> I miss you, Joseph. I hope your child appears soon. I mean, I know. I miss Demi, too. I used uh, my Demi stand days. Is she? You said she's probably the one that you've seen, like, the most out of anybody, right? Yeah. Like, I used to go to... When she was on X Factor 2, I used to be in her in the judges pit like every other week i wish i could do that i've seen probably like over 20 of her shows i wish i could do that i wish i could go to a taping of things but i live in the middle of nowhere come visit me when i move down even though it's delayed because of miss rona (laughs) will do will do well okay next week (sighs) see i thought i had something in mind and now i'm debating between two yeah, because you texted me the other day, and I was like... I know. You have to wait till we record. <laughs> I know. I had something in mind, and now I can't decide if I want to do that or a different one. Um, what are the two? Cheetah Girls 2 and Zombies 2. Because I've been in the mood to watch both. Well, choose which... We'll do it in a row, but you choose which one you want to do first. Uh... Let's do Zombies 2, because you haven't seen it. I've never seen it. I don't know what happens in it. And it's super... Oh, I know there's wearables, because you posted a photo. Yeah. But that's it. (laughs) It's better than the first one, in my opinion. Ooh, I'm excited. And I really like Meg Donnelly, after watching the first one. Yes. Her white wig is better in this one. (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) Well... There you go, y'all. Stay tuned for Zombies 2 next week. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Just for a Podcast. Let us know what you're up to, what's happening. Add us, tweet us, DM us, whatever. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast to anywhere podcasts are heard, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be fun. Another thing you can do on Anchor is leave a voice message, and we always like to hear those from you all. Always like to hear what you're up to, what your opinions are. Wait, we have a new review. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. From Puppy Pal 08, five stars. 
titled I Love This Show. Thank you. Your podcast is amazing. I love HSM, TMTS, and HSM so much, and it was so good to get a podcast about it. I love the breaking down of the episodes and decoms. I love your podcast and your enthusiasm for the show and actresses. I agree with you so much with the fact that all these actors and actresses are so talented at acting and singing. Your podcast gets me through schoolwork and other cleaning jobs. Thanks for this podcast. I love it so much. Ooh, and they left their season two predictions. Oh. EJ as Gaston. Ashlyn as Mrs. Potts. Courtney as Belle. Yes. Seb as LeFou. Please. (laughs) Ricky as Beast. Gina, if she's staying, I think she is, as Madame Garderobe. Nini said, I think that she is going to go to the school, but realize that she wants to be at East High End with Ricky, so she'll come back and get a smaller role or be Courtney's understudy or an added character that Miss Jen made up. Ooh. Oh. We know Miss Jen would make up a character. Interesting. Well, thank you for the review. That was a... I know. So nice. Nice little touch. I'm glad we get you through cleaning. Yeah. I always have to listen to podcasts to get through cleaning. But, yeah, you can leave a voice message. That link will be in the description below. We like to hear from you all, your opinions. You could tell us your season two predictions through that as well. Or we can give you life advice if we have anything to say about it, if you want to hear our life (laughs) advice. We will do whatever you guys want. (laughs) Yeah. So... In the meantime, until next week, when we record Zombies 2, again, make sure you're educating yourself and keeping yourself up to terms with everything going on in the world right now, because ignorance is not bliss, as said in Can't Back Down. Yes. And as the youth, we need to prepare ourselves for the future and prepare our kids for the, in the future. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for listening this week. Bye. Bye. And if I heard you on the radio, I never want to change a single note. It's what I'm trying to say all along. You're my favorite song.